Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Happy Monday, Albuquerque. Welcome to the program. Your boy is coming in hot, <laughs> and yes, you, you know exactly why. <laughs> Albuquerque, New Mexico, and surrounding areas, Alex Bregman and the Houston Astros are 2022 World Series champions. You are still celebrating. Oh, I'm, st- I'm not going to stop celebrating. How long How long are you going to go for? We get to oh, a year, <laughs> a whole year. <laughs> Needed to seek medical attention this morning. Oh, you were on not one, not two. You were on a million. You were, you were going hard, man. Eleven. Uh, I was hurting yesterday morning because yeah. I celebrated way too hard on Saturday because my beloved Houston baseball Astros hoisted the trophy. Robert, I don't know if you know this, but if you experience an erection longer than one off season, mm. you need to seek medical attention. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a lot of medical attention. A lot of medical attention. <laughs> I got NASA's website pulled up right now. Uh, the home run Jordan Alvarez hit just past Alpha Centauri, <laughs> and it's on its way. Uh, I think all the way through the universe, unless it gets caught in a black hole, then who knows what's happened to his home run ball when that happens. Well, I know we, we're not going to be able to see it just because of the distance, and there's no cover on it anymore. <laughs> he it's smoked just, that, bro. It's just a trail of string yeah. going across <laughs> the universe. It's a really cool story with that, too. By the way, you're listening to Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Caldwell Banker Mobile Studio as the boys, as we are every Monday or at Howie Sports Page on the corner of Montgomery and Tramway. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. We do lunch and grab a milkshake to go at the 66 Diner. And weekends, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. 505-246-0610. Call in and celebrate my Houston baseball Astros. I'm going to milk this for at least a segment because after that we're doing all NFL. It's NFL, baby. So you're going to have to hear me brag about my beloved team, the world champion, Houston Astros, the amazing season they had. I'll tell you a lot of hurdles that they had to jump through, right. some amazing feats that they had throughout the season, and celebrate Albuquerque's own Alex Bregman. As you should. You deserve it. I know it's some people that should be calling in, but I know they won't be calling in. They will not call in. Had a lot of back and forths. You had some bets on the line. That That is correct. Have you heard from anyone that unfortunately lost a bet to you? I have not heard from the people who have (laughs) lost bets to me. I knew it. I knew it. I'm that guy. But I'll be calling in here in a couple days. I'll give you a few days to mourn. And then the S talking starts. There you go. I'll give you a couple days. I'm not going to rub it in immediately. I know how you feel because I was there in 19. I was there in 2021. Yep, yep. Getting whooped by the wild card National League East. The National League East World Series curse 
has been lifted mm-hmm. by the Astros over the Phillies. Congratulations to the Philadelphia Phillies. You're the least probable World Series team in baseball history. We knew that. You had a great season. We knew that. It's nothing to sneeze at. You beat some great teams, an improbable run. The Phillies snuck in on literally the, na- the last day of the season. Yeah. Had a couple upsets. They got hot. They got hot. And got competitive. But they couldn't, they, couldn't, they couldn't sustain it. But my question to you, Van, I've been waiting. You notice I haven't texted you about it. No. I haven't said anything. I was waiting to see you today because I have the question. The burning question is, are your Astros a dynasty? Oh, obviously they're a dynasty. I knew you were going to say that. Without a doubt, okay. they're a dynasty. Okay. okay. Two, two World Series in six years. Okay. Six straight American League Championship Series okay. visits. To me, that's a dynasty. I have to agree with you because my only thing was they only won one. Correct. You got to have more than one. And the one they and cheated, they too. Yeah, it don't matter. You got it. Yeah. I wish my team would have cheated. They need, to, <laughs> they, need to, they need to call up my Chargers. <laughs> And get it going. But as long as you win more than one, I have to say, yes, they are a dynasty, especially with all the World Series appearances as well. Sure. This is uh, the 90s, early 2000s Yankees. This is the the even year Giants. Yeah, this yeah. goes all the way back. They are better than the 90s Braves. Because they got oh, yeah. se- the second championship. Yeah, because the 90s Braves got on my nerves. They were there just to get beat, it seemed like, every single season. If you do not believe they are a dynasty, let me hit you with a fun fact right here, Robert Buck D. Gibson. Okay. Back at the studio, Stephanie Griffin. What's happening, girl? Hello, hello. How goes it? How's your weekend, Steph? You know, it was really good. Were, were you celebrating Alex Bregman and the Houston Astros with me? <laughs> you know, that was a really – it was a really good game. I, I didn't think that they would pull it off, but I was oh. kind of glad for them because it kind of redeemed them from their whole yeah. shame. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much. All right, Robert, the fun okay. fact I was going to hit you with. In the 21st century – Okay. 21st century. That means since the year 2000. 2000 for people who don't know. For you uh, trade school guys, you community college guys. Mm -hmm. That means since the year 2000. Guess how many teams have been to five World Series since the year 2000? I'm going to say, well, Houston for sure. Okay. Let me stop you you from having an aneurysm here. Is that it? The answer is one. (laughs) That's it? It is the Houston Baseball Astros. Okay. Only one team since the year 2000. Since 2000. So this to me, if you you don't count the one in 2005. So they've been the five in 22 years. That is correct. Got you. And I hate to break it to you, baseball world. They're good. And they are young. Mm -hmm. So I think I was happy for them, but I think I was more happier for their manager. It was kind of like, so like you kind of felt sad. Like you were just so glad for him. And mm. that's where I turned to Steph. At first I was like, I need Houston to lose. I don't want (laughs) to see Van's smug and smiling face, his belligerent drinking. I didn't want to have to deal with all that. But I thought about Dusty Baker all those years. He hadn't won one since 81 when he was with the Dodgers. Never since being a manager. You know he's managed some great teams, some great players. So for him to win that, it was re- they really made it about him. Yes, yeah, they, they made did. it about him. Yeah, the second they won, they all stormed Dusty. Yeah. Uh, the 
the moment in the dugout was beautiful. Yes, it was. The entire roster circles Dusty face, yeah. and his, jumps yeah. around. Honestly, he is so old, I was scared for his health and safety. <laughs> Did you see oh, no. how he was holding on he to the He was holding on to the rail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dust, Dusty's a big dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Dusty can hang. I yeah. loved whenever he did his interview and he's like, let's party. You yeah, know, he was ready bad. to go. That's hey, and if you know anything about the history of Dusty Baker, you know he knows how to party. <laughs> oh, yeah. He has been just an avid party boy since his playing days. Mm-hmm. He knows how to get loose. He knows how to good have a good time. And the players love him. He is a baseball icon, inventor of the high five. You know I beat that. <laughs> you know I beat that to death. The inventor of the high five. Got a high, I got a air high five from across the bar just now as we we're at Howie's Sports page uh, till up until Monday Night Football. Then we'll be hanging here all night watching some Monday Night Football. We got a little bit of Raven Saints action, but for the rest of this segment and next segment, we're talking. World Series baseball, then we're hitting you with NFL the whole rest of the show. I mean, you got to be happy for a guy like Dusty, managing for 30 years. Baseball's been his life. His life. Everything. And, you know, he never got discouraged. He wasn't you, – you didn't never see him as that manager who was upset or had to do antics or none of that. He, was, he always seems like every team that he managed, the players loved him. You could tell. You could see it. Even just for them winning. I think – even if Houston didn't win, that team would still honor him. Sure. So, and also, here's another thing, you know, him being the third uh, black manager to win the World Series. That's impressive. Well, uh, we go to my, my team's manager, Roberts. Then you have Cito Gaston, who won twice with Toronto. So, congratulations, man. That's, that's big. That's dope. Especially when we didn't have any black players in the World Series. Yes. Not, yeah. not a single American person of color. Yeah either on the Astros or Phillies. They both had a lot of Caribbean and South American players. Yeah, when I say black, I meant African-American. There yes, black, African-American. Mm-hmm. Dusty Baker got one for the culture, and we are so very happy for him. There's a lot of great stories, man. Trade deadline, they pick up Trey Mancini, who literally one year ago last week wrapped up his chemo treatment so it was cleared, to, uh, cleared to play. Man. Comes, I'm sorry, two years ago, then plays a season for the Orioles. Trade deadline this year. He goes in a span of one year to beating can- – well, two years fighting cancer. A year later, beating cancer. A year later, Trey Mancini yeah. has a World Series ring. He finally got rid of his offer in game six. Yep. Got a knock. Made a couple good plays at first base and uh, broke his schneid. Game five, Trey Mancini had a game-saving play. Yes. That was wildly impressive. Like when, when you're battling a slump like he was, he came in hot when he got traded to the Astros, hit a couple game-winning home runs. Uh, the team really took him in. Uh, they all loved him in the dugout in the clubhouse. And then he goes ice cold at the mm-hmm. end of the year. He was 0 for the playoffs. Yuri Gurriel gets hurt. Trey Mancini comes in, does not get a hit but makes a game-saving play, does not get discouraged, comes back in game six, gets a knock, plays great defense, yeah. and now Trey Mancini is a World Series champion. And there's just great story after great story all up and down this roster. I don't care what you think about Jose Altuve. He is a great teammate. He is a great dude. Well, He's the no, smallest person in baseball. Look here, we cannot, we cannot forget about the historic – uh, place that he has in World Series history. Right. 
like I, they they listed it off number two in home runs, top five in RBIs, hits is like top five. Yep. For the World Series, for him to have those type of hitting records, okay, this season, this World Series, you know, he's kind of at the end. He, he's 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 long in the tooth now, but you gotta make him. Not make him, but you got to give him his props because he is one of the all-time World Series players. I mean, all, to him. all the way through the playoffs, every year, it seems Jose Altuve steps up. And uh, he was just about as cold as it gets. Oh, yeah. In but the first two series of the playoffs. Not, he, he, he came to life, though. World Series, he steps it up, gets some clutch hits, uh, gets on base, sets the stage for the big boppers. And, look. How can you not be happy for rookie shortstop Jeremy Pena? Mm -hmm. You have all the pressure in the world. You have to follow in Carlos Correa's footsteps, and you step it up about as clutch as any player could, and he's a rookie, and he's on the Astros, and he's in the playoffs. Jeremy Pena, rookie shortstop, check out this season. He'll probably get second in rookie of the year to Julio Rodriguez of the Mariners. Yeah, Julio's got who's that. A, who's a no-doubt Julio's got that. rookie of the year. Wins a gold glove. American League Championship MVP and then World Series MVP. Your first year with the team, you got to replace uh, Astros legend, perennial all-star Carlos Correa, and you step it up, and you do it with a smile on your face. And, you know, the heart thing? Yeah. Got a lot of crap for that, but I love every second of it. Also, I got to give it up, and I'm, I have to say I'm happy for Verlander just because, you know, my, my Dodgers, Kershaw went through the same type of thing. Right. Verlander, I was happy for him. You could tell how happy and relieved he was, too. Oh, all smiles. Yeah. He, he, the game wasn't even over. And, he, and you were like, whoa, man, he, you've never seen him let loose like that. And it wasn't even – I believe it started in game six. Not, not game six, but game five. I'm sorry. Um Verlander, you know, he had a lot of pressure on him, especially coming off of the, the, the Tommy John, then the season that he had. Cy Young Award. Oh, that's done. That's done. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a no-brainer for Cy Young. So that's great that he won a World Series title and he gets the Cy Young. And, you know, if, if he wanted to, and this might be a, a Brady-Giselle Bunchen thing, but if he rode off into the sunset with that next ring, his second ring with the Astros – and just spent time going beach to beach with Kate Upton, that would be an awesome ending. But I'm going to tell you what, <laughs> Justin Verlander wants to pull a Nolan Ryan. Justin Verlander, oh, yeah. he wants to pull a Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Justin Verlander, he probably won't be back with the Astros next year, but he's going to be with a competitive team. A contender. And Justin Verlander yep. is not done. Yep. Somebody is going to be a contender next year and have some deep pockets, and they're going to get them one Cy Young Award winner, Justin Verlander. When we, got, when we get back, more World Series talk, and then it's all NFL after that. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Talking some World Series baseball, little recap. You're listening to Two Men On. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. We're in the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. As, of course, you know, every Monday we are raging at the page. Howie Sports Page, corner of Montgomery and Tramway. 
You know, before the break, you said uh, Jose Altuve is getting a little long in the tooth. Yeah. He is healthy, mm-hmm. and he's tiny. Yeah. And I'm assuming he's aging at a different rate than most people who are, like, adult-sized humans, do you, so who you, aren't, like, fun-sized humans. Do you think it's accelerated or slowed down? It's slowed down. Slowed, okay, so I was going to say opposite from a big guy. He is on, only, air quotes, only 32. Just while, seems super old. He's all been the doing it so long. All the postseason yeah. games. Yeah. He was part, you know, right when he came up, he was part of those 100-loss uh, Astros teams who were the right. worst team in baseball three out of five years. That's the big rebuild. That's when they drafted Correa, drafted Bregman, drafted Tucker, started making big acquisitions, got Uncle Mike Brantley, got Justin Verlander, got the closer, Ryan Presley. Speaking of Ryan Presley, you could have made a really good argument that not only was Ryan Presley the World Series MVP, but he was the MVP of the playoffs. Six saves. They won 11 games. He saved six of them. Shut that is bonkers. Down. Shut them down. And none of them were, like, really scary either. There was never more than one person on base. Yeah, yeah. He dominated the other team. Uh, so, shout out to Ryan Presley. He really stepped it up during these playoffs. Plenty of great stories. You know, we didn't talk about it a lot. And this is, like, a this is an underrated, modern, like, niche stat. But Framber Valdez threw 29 straight quality starts. 25 in the regular season and four straight in the playoffs. He won four games in the playoffs, including the clinching win. And if you're listening on Friday, you heard me sing Framber Valdez's praises. Model of consistency. There's no way that Framber was going to blow it. Could they nickel and dime him a little bit? Could they nibble away at a lead? Sure. But Zach Wheeler... The battery on the other side of the field, he was on fire. Mm-hmm. Zach Wheeler in game two got absolutely shelled by the Astros. His velocity was down. Then they had the rain out. And then um, Philly's manager gives him an extra day off. And he was slinging it in game six. He looked absolutely unhittable. Got into a little trouble. Uh, hit Maldonado on the controversial right. hit by pitch. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Yes, you I know, did. Astros are really good at this, doing the advanced scouting and predicting what pitches are coming. Zach Wheeler's repertoire and his pitch uh, selection said that he was coming inside on the next pitch. So Maldonado scooted in like <laughs> a foot, a hey, foot and a half. Hey, do what you got to do. And got hit on the elbow. Do what you got to do. The nine-hole hitting catcher needed to get something going, got hit. Got an extra base runner. Next batter up gets a knock, knocks him around the third base, chases Zach Wheeler from the game, and then you know what happens next. Jordan Alvarez hits that moonshot. The big man. And he is so damn good. Bro, when he gets up, it's spooky hours. Yeah. Like, you get up. When I was watching it, I'm like, why are y'all doing this? Why pitch to him? And I know you, you can't not pitch to him. You have to in that situation. I know, but it's still like. When he did it, you're like, see, I tried to tell you. That's, that's me talking to my screen. Sure. Because I was not surprised. He wasn't surprised. As soon as he hit it, he just sat there. He looked at it, admired it for a little bit, uh, tried, to, tried to told you. Everyone, tried to told you what I was going to do. Everyone in the universe <laughs> knew the yep. second he touched that Bro. ball, it was a moonshot. The sound of it. It was oh. a 
absolute no-doubter, and it wasn't even close to staying in the park. I got to ask you a question. I know you're still on the high of winning. Yes. But I love to look forward. And you know I pulled up the, the odds of winning the World Series next season. Right. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty tired of my team always being number one because <laughs> we never come through. So, obviously, the Dodgers are, are first. Five Was it plus 500? Second are the Astros, plus 550. How do you feel about that? Because, I, to be honest, look, I think they should be number one because of what you said. They have a great mix of veterans, young people. Now they got the experience. They got the manager. Like, it's scary how good the Astros are, not just now, but going <laughs> forward. Yeah, I mean, they got Cy Young Award winner Justin Verlander on the team, and he probably won't even be an Astro next year mm-hmm. unless he signs some team-friendly deal. But look what else they have. Framber Valdez that I just spoke about. Right, right. 29 straight quality starts, four wins in the playoffs. He's only 28. Jose Urquidy, who won 15 games, he's only 27. Lance McCullers. He got shelled, but he has a history of being a good pitcher. Under 30. Christian Javier yeah. contributed to a no-hitter. Two no-hitters this year. Super young. One in the World Series, one against the Yankees in the regular season. He's only 25. Jeez. Luis Garcia rocking the baby and getting strikeouts more than uh, a K per nine. He's only 25. 25. Hunter Brown, the Ooh. rookie from this year, throws 101. He's only 24. Brian Abreu, shut down bullpen piece. He's only 25. Look at this, man. You go down to the infielders. This is sickening. You said Altuve seems like he's been around for 15 years. Right. He's only 32. Yep. Alex Bregman, he's a perennial MVP candidate. He's 28. Yeah. They're going to be the runner-up for the rookie of the year. Jeremy Pena, World Series MVP. He's only 25. Kyle Tucker, gold glove winner. All-star, he's only 25. Jordan Alvarez, he's only 25. This is an absolute embarrassment of riches for the Astros, and they're going to be good for the better part of another decade going forward. And me, I stupidly thought the Astros was going to miss Correa. Oh, they're going to miss him. There is no way they can just plug somebody in. (laughs) They got better. Better. They got better. Yes. Because we see what he's done since he's left, but you see what the, the, the rookie, they plug him in, bam, he's even better. And, and, you know, you saw game five. In game five, that game was won by the center fielder, yes. Chaz McCormick's yep. game-saving catch. Angels and outfield. And then the two RBIs from Jeremy Pena. Mm-hmm. So the two guys who replace the unreplaceable George Springer mm-hmm. and Carlos Correa – stepped up and led their team to a World Series. It's an absolutely bonkers run. I'm jealous as hell. Yeah, and <laughs> hey, and look, you know most of the time I'm kind of humble, yeah. mostly humble. I turn it up to 11 on the radio, obviously, but I cannot take this for granted. Like every Astros fan out there, realize that you're living in the golden age of Astros baseball cherish these moments cherish these wins cherish these beautiful close games cherish these jordan alvarez walk-offs because it hasn't been like this for 55 years yeah you guys you guys went through a long time a long time 
from their incantation up until 2017, a 55-year run. Uh, there was some, a couple highs, you know, in, in the 90s with Biggio, Bagwell, Berkman. That was a lot of fun, but never to this level. You never believed that that team could win it. 100%. You, you were just like, okay, these are great players. They're entertaining, but I don't see them winning the whole thing. 100%. Yeah, you nailed Not it the right way there. that you're looking at the Astros now. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Dodgers-Astros next year, duh. They're going to be 100-win teams. They're going to be great. And I could see any other number of teams being as good as them if they make some good off-season acquisitions. It's all about the free agency, man. All about free agency. I mean, you saw, I mean, just today, Jacob deGrom, Carlos Correa, yeah. uh, all these other players declared for free agency. So Ooh. it's going to be Ooh. a juicy Ooh. Juicy, juicy offseason. Don't forget Judge. For baseball. Judge. Don't forget Judge. Judge is a free agent. Ooh. Oh, dude. And then the, the way the Yankees organization treated Aaron Judge. Yeah, he's out of there. Trying to lowball him instead he's, of paying his money. He's gone. And then he goes and sets uh, an American League record in a contract year. Mm-hmm. He's going to get whatever he wants. Yep. Xander Bogarts, Carlos Rodon. Like, these are the type of impact players that can change a team's destiny. Yeah, plug it's, them in. Plug them in and watch that team take off. Absolutely. That's what's going to happen. When we get back, we're going to hit NFL. We're going to recap the weekend yes. and the 5 o'clock hour. I got some quick hitters uh, from all around the NFL world when we get back. Thanks for joining us, Albuquerque. Uh, if you have fun with the show, also check us out online at TalkABQ, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, I'm uh, seasonally prolific. Okay. So I'll go, like, I'm pretty bipolar on the Internet. Mm-hmm. I'll post a lot. I'll post some funny, entertaining stuff. I'll let it marinate for a while. But I'm trying to step up my Internet game. Yeah. So loyal listeners out there, friends of the show, follow us at TalkABQ on Facebook and Instagram. And we're debating getting a new Twitter account because I don't know if $8 a month is worth it. Nah, man. Nah. I don't, I don't want to line Elon Musk pockets when yeah, I don't have to. Uh-uh. I'm with you on that. NFL Talk, when we get back, you're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to Two Men On. Van Nunley, Robert Buck, D. Gibson, Steph, back at the studio. Bill's Mafia in shambles. <laughs> I tried to tell them. Their future is up in the air. Josh Allen potentially has a UCL tear. Ooh. Okay. You're Mr. Baseball. Yep. I've heard of ACL, PCL, MCL. Is this something, like, because I know it's in the elbow. Is this something you've heard of in baseball before? UCL is the ulnar collateral ligament. The useless this, collateral ligament. This is <laughs> this is the dreaded ligament that leads to Tommy John oh, surgery. Oh, you, you know what? I had no idea. I was just asking because it had something <laughs> to do with the elbow. So that's for real? Yes. Oh. The, a UCL tear is what pitchers uh, have Tommy John surgery for, and it's one of the longest recoveries of any surgery in between. It's a year Ooh. It's a year at the least. Oh. 18 months if it doesn't go well. So that means you miss a year and a half of Josh Allen. Ooh. Is this contagious? 
Is there any way Patrick Mahomes can get this too? Or <laughs> golly, uh, I'm just trying uh, to get my team to move up in these rankings, man. Well, Josh Allen being gone that helps. And again, we don't know for sure if it's torn or not. But is some UCL injury something wrong in his elbow? And if it is a torn UCL, that means it's in between a year and a year and a half out. Um, the second he steps up looking like the best all-around quarterback in the NFL, when it looks like he's fighting with Patrick Mahomes to put on the best quarterback in the NFL crown. Yeah, MVP. This happens. Yeah. Um, I watched that game, and, you know, the Jets were – they were on them the whole game. I'm talking – that Jets defense is real, but when he got injured, it did not look good. It wasn't no. one of those things – if you didn't watch the game and didn't see the play – Look it up because it was basically like a strip sack, and he grabbed his elbow he was right cl- then. Clutching his elbow right immediately. Then, right then, you could tell. And then the way that he was asking, acting on the uh, sidelines. I didn't know if he was disgusted that he was hurt or just the way he played the whole game. He was not happy. Well, I bet it was a little bit of both. Yeah. Probably a little heavier on the injury side. Yeah. But the Jets shut down the Bills. That is – that's crazy. The Jets rattled off a couple victories earlier in the year, and I could just throw my hands up and say, any given Sunday, these guys might be good. But these Jets are legit, and they're young, and they're getting better. What's up with the Jets always (laughs) able to pick out that cornerback that just changes the franchise? You are so right. Sauce Walker, the best corner in the league. I don't want to hear it. Don't give me any other names. I don't want to hear Jalen Ramsey. I don't want to hear whoever else. It is Sauce Walker, and it's him by a mile. Well, not to step on your toes, Sauce Gardner. My bad. I said Sauce Walker. Sauce Walker's a rapper. My bad. Sauce Gardner. (laughs) You can tell what I was listening to on the way over here. Sauce Gardner Gardner is the best corner in the league by far. You know, you saw with the Rams last year, the, the Super Bowl champion Rams in their F them picks mm-hmm. mentality. This is one of those years that you could see how important hitting the draft actually is. Because look at the Jets. They turned it all the way around in one season. Look at the Seahawks. They turned it all the way around in one season just by nailing all those picks. They have – okay, look at, look at who they picked. Not just – uh, Sauce Gardner, but look at the defensive line. Yes. Look at those guys, man, the linebackers, uh, the quarterback. Okay, so this is where I thought the Jets were not going to be good. I was not a believer in who they picked as quarterback because I never watched Zach Wilson. I sure. never watched him. Sure. I thought, okay, here they go. They're trying to pump up this, this quarterback. But right. what I do have to say is he does not make mistakes. He may not pop off the screen. He may not be Josh Allen or Mahomes. But I tell you what, when you got a great defense, as long as you don't turn over the ball, you're going to be a successful team. And that's what Wilson has been since he came back from that early injury. Yeah, I thought Zach Wilson's peak, besides being the milf, (laughs) besides besides being a milf hunter, which is sweet. The milf whisperer. Yeah, good good for him. (laughs) Besides... <laughs> I can't take myself seriously right now. Besides that, I thought Zach Wilson's peak was going to be like Mormon Kirk Cousins. 
But I didn't now even, I didn't I didn't even put him that high. But now it looks like he might be Mormon Jimmy G. Well, because look at the other they their 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 offensive lineman that they picked. He got hurt early, and I was yeah. like, Wilson is going to get sacked so much, and that hasn't been the case at all. They look real good. They look like contenders. They don't look like pretenders, and I'm looking at their schedule. They might stack up some wins. The Bills better be careful because it's not just Miami that people were talking about. The Jets could go ahead and take it to Division Two. And the uh, Bills got a really tough matchup coming up this week against the Vikings, who look like all around – I hate to say it, the best team in the NFC. Can't get them. I can't say that above Philadelphia. I can't say that just yet. Let me see what they do next week. Okay. I'll get, I'll they struggle to beat the Commanders. I'll put it to you that way. While the Eagles are undefeated and the Eagles are a good team top to bottom, their schedule is just so Charmin quadruple yeah. soft. That's the feeblest schedule to go to the rest of the season. Seriously. They have a serious shot <laughs> of going undefeated. Like a serious, legitimate shot. They might do it. Undefeated. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. They haven't they haven't been behind in the second half of any game this season. That is crazy. We're at the halfway point. They have not trailed in the second half at all. I'm glad the Eagles are playing it up for Philly, because Philly is a passionate sports city. Uh, they got great fans except for the physical assault. Besides that, they got, a, <laughs> they got a great fan base. But Philly had a rough day. The same day the Astros defeated Philly okay. in the World Series, they also lost the championship in MLS to L.A. So, in modern sports history, oh, God. this is the first time a city has lost two championships on the same day. There you go, Philly. Ouch. There you go, Philly. Ouch. You know what that does for them, Van? They, they put all of their support in the Eagles, and that's a lot of pressure. Sure. It's a lot of pressure. Not saying that they've forgotten about the one championship that they did win because mm. that was the knock on Philly. You didn't win one. You haven't won one. They won a few years ago. Yeah. But now, when you have that distinction of losing two championships in one, game, in one day, and then the Eagles being what they are now, it's a yeah. lot of pressure on them. Oh, tons it of is. pressure. I don't want to yeah. hear this, hey, we're 8-0. No, no, it's a lot of pressure on the Eagles. That's what comes with being undefeated, though. Yeah, exactly. We'll hit more on Philly, and we're going to talk a little Indy Colts when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Oh, okay, Robert. Forgot we still had this sexy time song. Light a candle. It doesn't help us coming out of that commercial. Don't call us a creeper, and then we play yeah. that music. You are exactly right. The fake Kenny G comes on. <laughs> Welcome back to Two Men On. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate Cowell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. You know we start our days at the YMCA. Robert, you've been hitting up the YMCA lately. Yeah, yeah. I'm in, I'm in my uh, grind mode, back in the gym, back in – doing cardio so the why is the great place to do that you what are you week two back week three back just today is week two week two yeah. okay yeah. i'm gonna join you soon i got a couple more weeks of stuff to do and i'm gonna change my schedule around and then you're gonna see me every morning at the ymca i mix it up now i just gotta yeah. squeeze i just gotta squeeze it in whenever it i in. can okay 
You know we do lunch and a milkshake at 66 Diner. Just like today, Monday Night Football, we're at Howie Sports Page as the Ravens travel to Nowlands to face the Saints and weekends. That's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. So the Colts, they're just like just throwing up their hands and quitting? Like what, what's going on here? What's up with Ursay, man? Ursay, Ursay, I'll give him this. When he sees a dumpster fire, he doesn't throw gas on it. <laughs> he puts a lid on it. Y'all are done. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not watching this. So, you know, the, the firing of, of Coach Reich, that was coming. It's the hiring that they did as an interim coach that took me and a lot of people by surprise. And it's the dumbest hire I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. It's the dumbest yeah. thing that's ever happened in the history of the NFL. Yeah. And Antonio Brown exists. Let's keep this in perspective. Okay. All right. Jeff that Saturday. Far? That far? Jeff Saturday, uh, one of the best to ever do it at his position. Great guy. Universally loved. Here's the problem, Robert. Yeah. He's never coached. Not one time. Ever. Not one time. <laughs> Not one game has he held a clipboard and called plays, and they're like, hey, you've never coached. You have no perspective whatsoever of being a coach at any level. Let's not only let's have you coach, let's have you come in in the middle of the friggin' year while we're having a disappointed season with a rookie quarterback oh, yeah. and our running way. back is injured. Hey, here's the keys of the Porsche. Can't wait for you to crash it in the friggin' wall, Jeff. You know what it is? I think Ursa is like, I want someone who knows how to handle the media. Just get out there, put on a smiling face, okay. even though everything around them is crashing and burning. Check. How do you feel if you're a <laughs> Colt player who's now a coach? Because you got to think about it. Reggie Wayne is on the coaching staff. Also, Jets offensive lineman, all-pro center, Kevin Mawai, he's on the coaching staff. Nah, we don't want y'all. No. Bring, no. In, bring in Jeff Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? I think it's official, Robert. The Colts are tanking for Victor Wimbayama. <laughs> <laughs> they bring make... in Plastic Man. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they know he's a basketball player. Oh, man. that This was, this was like, what? I had to go look. I was like, has, has Saturday even... That's the first thing I said. Is he coach? Never. Maybe high school, Division Two, Yaffle, Pee Wee, something. Madden. No. I haven't seen Nothing. him coaching anywhere. No. He snaps the ball to Peyton Manning, then he retired and talked about football. I mean, this is just – I mean, he's just the PR guy. That, he's, that's just the H, he's just the HR guy. Who's actually going to be coaching the team? They're going to be running their own plays, man. It's going to be like, whatever y'all want to do, I'm just going to make sure we sound good in the media. Texas Longhorn, Colts rookie <laughs> Sam Ellinger. Yeah. Just like, here, oh. go, cra go crazy sport. Oh, you got it, Rook. <laughs> um, he wasn't even that good as an analyst. I, you know how – okay. Sure. Take a look at Tony Romo. Okay. I can see Tony Romo on the sidelines. Immediately. Doing what he does as an analyst. Immediately. And kind of being successful. I don't know if he sure. will be, but it will make more sense. Jeff Saturday? You yeah. know what he does? Have you watched him as an analyst? Not great. All he does is talk about pancake blocks. <laughs> that's it. I'm a big pancake guy. That's, that's all he talks about. And this got him a head coaching job in the NFL. Are you like a... 
like a high stack pancake guy? Or are you a silver dollar pancake guy? Nah, give me the one single. I'm good. It's one single. It's too much, right? Yeah, because if I do the the stack, I'm not even eating half of it. I'm okay. not even eating a quarter of it. Are you a syrup guy? Or are you like a, a fresh fruit and nah, whipped cream guy? I need the syrup, man. I need a swimming. Yeah, I need it. If it sucks it up like a sponge, I'm putting more on it. I need I need like something with, like something with texture in it. Like mm-hmm. I really oh, like, you're one of those. I like blue corn, pinon pancakes i don't like that just fluffy wet yeah, yeah you know, it's yeah. like like the sponge it's not a yeah it's not yeah the, yeah i'm eating a sponge that falls apart in my mouth basically <laughs> waffles though oh now I'm a you big fresh fruit now, whipped cream yeah, guy. now see i can do yeah. those i can do those give me a super crispy waffle you know what i waffle, want waffle you can almost do like chocolate syrup anything cream. like yeah. you can put a bunch of stuff on that look chicken wait i said it chicken <laughs> yes yes chicken i said it yeah chicken Oh, what do you think Peyton Manning has to say about the Colts and this hiring? You know he's not going to say nothing that's bad. That's his boy. But oh, this I, I want to know listen, the hey, real behind he, the hey, scenes. Hey, Eli, this is real smart. I think <laughs> Jeff Saturday is going to do a great job. You know what Eli's going to say tonight? Uh, they sure didn't call you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, Peyton Manning has a really good brain for football. And I mean the way his head looks. It looks like an overinflated football. He would be the worst quarter. I mean, not worst quarterback. The worst coach because of the way he quarterback. Yes. Remember how frustrated and upset he get at his players, his sure. receivers. Get over there. He would be the worst. He would be on the field trying to put people in positions. He, guys like that, you can't let them coach. Just no. like a like a Isaiah Thomas in basketball. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. The only the only time it works is in baseball. Like, a superstar yeah. player can't be a manager because they're just like, hey, yeah, why don't you do it right? You're right. Hey, it- hey look at me. Look what, look, at, look what I did when I did it. Why don't you just do that? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's so true. I just yeah, thought about that. For sure. The, the, only, the only legend I say was great in his sport and also as a coach, Larry Bird. I'm going to have to say Larry Bird. Steph, I think we got a little echo here. Can you check that out? Yeah, Larry Bird, uh, he did a lot with a little. I mean, yeah. he, he inherited a good team, but still, they're still the friggin' Pacers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they didn't win nothing. Yeah. They got there, but they didn't win anything. We'll see, man. This is – and you don't have to wait long. Next no. week. No. <laughs> next week. Welcome. <laughs> jump on in. Wait, who do they even play next week? Just, I got to see this. Just throw on them flippers and jump on I, in. I have to see who they play. I'm hoping they play like Kansas City or something where they get smoked like 80 to 2. By the way, how, how is his beard? Oh, he played the Raiders. They're going to win. Does he just <laughs> – yeah. <laughs> it's a bye week for the Colts. Yeah. He coaches in two weeks. <sighs> Does he use just for men in his beard? Mm. He's like the only dude I've ever seen whose beard is darker than their hair. Oh, yeah. It's the weirdest yeah, thing ever. Shoe polish. It's like an indication <laughs> – <laughs> like an indication of like some like disease or disability or something. Shoe polish. It's like why why is your beard darker than your hair, man? Is everything okay? <laughs> this makes no sense. One hour in the books. We're recapping the NFL weekend when we get back, and damn, there was a lot to talk about. It's like almost every game was within one score. Yeah, and you know what? As bad as I've talked about the NFL, it was a great weekend. It, it was one of the best witching hours on the red zone, too, yes. by the way. Yes, yes, I agree. I am equal opportunity when it comes to my football watching. 
But there's nothing better than the red zone witching hour in the 11 o'clock games. It's so much friggin' yes. fun. But if you want to watch one game at a time and you want to watch it on Monday, make sure you get down here to Howie's Sports page on the corner of Montgomery and Tramway and watch some football with us. The second the show's over, we're going to pour a pitcher. First, beer is on Robert. NFL talk when we get back. You'll listen to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. One hour in the books, one more to go. No more hearing me praise my beloved Houston baseball Astros. It is all NFL. Just for today, the right? The whole way out. Just for today, right? I know you're going to read this up every day of the week. I'll sneak in I, something I, I, some yeah, other time. You, you will. You will. You know I'm not going to just not do it yeah, ever again. Especially when Fred's back. Good Lord. Oh, i got to rub it in a lot of people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us on the program, the man, the myth, the legend. What's your official title? Just Mr. Everything, wears a lot of hats, manager. I don't even even know what all you do here. Yeah, whatever needs doing. There you go. General manager, just kind of whatever needs doing. Jack of all trades. The legend, Luke Markwith, Howie Sports page. How was the NFL weekend? You guys rage here or what? Oh, it was wonderful, yeah. it was. I mean, there were some interesting games. Yeah. It was a lot of fun this weekend. I, Because, uh, you know, I was nursing. Oh, wait, did I just say I was going to talk about the World Series again? I'm so sorry. You can do it. I was, was over under 45 what seconds. Was the yeah, I don't even, think, even do it. I don't even think it was 45 <laughs> seconds. I was going to say I'm taking the under all the way. Thank God for some interesting morning games because I was hurting Sunday morning. Yeah. But me and the couch – and a little hair of the dog in the red zone made it all the more better. Well, and that was a rough schedule all around with only two afternoon games. That's what I was not looking forward to. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, after this 11 o'clock games, it's going to be trash. It really wasn't. No. It, it wasn't. It's a close game. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll hit it. How we'll we do it game by games. We'll hit it when we get there. You listen to Two Men On. We're live in the John Lopez Real Estate Cobalt Banker Legacy Mobile Studio as we are raging at the page, just like we do every Monday, watching some Monday Night Football tonight at Howie Sports Page, corner of Montgomery and Tramway. We're powered by Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we have lunch at 66 Diner. Weekends, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Uh, the Patriots dominated the Colts, the quarterbackless, coachless Colts. <laughs> Let's just punt that one. Yeah, just Frank and, Reich. And that's move what on. lost him his. That's what lost him his job right there. By the way, uh, good on there not being a coach in the NFL with the name Reich. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. It's a little, yeah. A little too German. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, Especially now. Now today's times. You know. Yeah. With all the Kanye and Kyrie stuff. Yeah. The first Reich is uh, a little too much for the NFL. That's probably he's why gone he, though. Yeah, they didn't. They had Lu- a, he had a short leash. Luckily, they replaced a little re- residual bitterness from the uh, comeback against Houston in the playoffs. All hey, the years. <laughs> there you go. Hey, that's comeback in NFL playoff history mm-hmm. at the time. That's when I was still an Oilers fan before yeah. they broke my heart and left town. When they had good uniforms. Now the team that I'm a fan of now, oh. since the Houston Oilers left town or the green bay football packers and aaron Rodgers probably had the worst game of his career 
three picks. Three picks, two of them in the red zone. Yes. Two fourth and outs in Lions territory. It was pathetic. Yeah, these weren't really the kind of picks he could put on anybody else. I mean, these were yeah, these were squarely him. on his shoulders. That was him. Usually Aaron Rodgers' picks are from fingertip deflections, uh, drop balls that go right through his receiver's hands, but these were all Rodgers. It was hard to watch. The one screen that he tried to throw on, like, the two-yard line that Hutchinson picked off, Pathetic. I was like, what are you Pathetic. doing? It's tough to underthrow a three-yard pass, but he found a way to <laughs> yeah. do it. He sure did. Yes, he sure did. Look, I was, I was talking about uh, – I actually – remember, I picked this. Y'all laughed at me. I picked this game. I don't know why. I thought it was going to be a shootout. Nothing close because the Lions give up, like, 30-plus to whoever comes there and plays. To hold Aaron Rodgers to nine points makes no sense whatsoever. That's bonkers. And by the way, I'm giving you no credit at all with your Detroit picks. Come on, man. You just keep hedging your bets yes. every week on Detroit. I knew I'd catch one. Well, you're he's, like he's you're like a, a couple, <laughs> he's picked a couple of other upsets. Yeah, this year. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying that's not true whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He's got a little oracle in him. I'm not trying to lie here. But you just keep doubling down on the Lions every week. I like him, Like man. a guy who keeps betting on black and losing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got, I, I you like gotta love their coach. You yeah, know? that's I why mean, I like him, man. He's got coach. that enthusiasm. The players seem to like to play for him. I mean, they give him everything. I just don't understand what is broken with the Packers. I don't get it. Usually, if your quarterback is out of sight, you're at least a 500 team. Yeah. I've never seen Aaron Rodgers play like he played this Sunday. The other losses, I can't put him on, on him, but this one, it's squarely on his shoulders. Uh, I agree completely. It's never been more on his shoulders than this past week in Detroit. He looked awful. He looked lost. Yeah. He, no, he looked old. He looked old. I got to say it. And, I'm his, not, and I'm not talking about Tom Brady old. I'm talking about real, just regular man old. <laughs> <laughs> there, bro. Blue collar old. Yeah, yeah. I need Medicare old. And usually you could bet, blame it on something. His offensive line. Right. His receivers. Mm-hmm. Well, he sure tries it was to, him. He it sure was tries him. to blame it on somebody he else does. every week. Well, he does. In his defense, throughout this whole season, offensive line woes. Receiver woes. Receivers dropping balls right at him. Receivers running the wrong route. But this was all Rodgers. He looked awful. He only got sacked once. You would think they must have sacked him at least a handful of times. Correct. They only got to him one time. Yeah. So he was back there able to do what he's supposed to do. As we know, as a legendary quarterback, he just didn't get it done. Well, he never really looked comfortable back there either, though. I mean, that's true. Even though yeah. they didn't get to him all the whole, the whole time, he, he never really looked comfortable in the pocket. And if it wasn't for the last 30 seconds of the game in the afternoon game, I'll switch from the regular season goat to the playoff goat. Get, gotcha. Tom Brady looked awful. Looked horrible. Awful. But for different reasons, though. Sure. Every time I was looking at that game, his receivers were dropping balls right in the face, right in the, the numbers. Oh, the one Scotty Miller dropped Scotty, in the end zone oh, before, it, uh, before the, the last hit one. Hit him I mean, dead in the face. They should have had that before, yeah. I, it, it was – I was like – I was screaming at my TV. I was like, okay, Brady's about to retire after this one. Not this season, this game. No iPad is safe. <laughs> <laughs> 59 minutes and 30 seconds. Tom Brady looked lost. He looked old. He looked Aaron Rodgers-esque. But the last 30 seconds, 
He turns into that's, Tom Brady that's again. All he needed. He gets sure a victory happy in the, the post game press conference. Oh, that was he, sweet. He was acting like he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you see that? Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Any well, you know Brady. Anything to make him get up for any situation, he's going to do it. So hey, and he's had a rough few weeks. <laughs> His team is hot garbage. His family left him. Hey, His man. face is sunken in like a meth head. I shouldn't say hey, they've this. been losing. And now he wins a last-second game. Like, oh, Tom Brady's back. Yeah, he's oh, got, like, great! Duck face going on. It's it, the it's, weirdest it's, thing. Isn't this his first victory as a single man? I think it is. Boy, he was partying. You can't he, he tell me. You can't. No, he threw a he threw a Derek Jeter party. <laughs> Come to the crib. Check give me your phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of NDA, a big stack, yes. a big stack of oh, NDAs. Oh, you already know. Right in the front door. Okay, so going back to. The morning games. Yeah. We all thought your Chargers were going to take that L. I even called it because I thought, which the Falcons came out and did. Yep. They were just going to run it down their throats, which they did. Cordero Patterson was back, scoring touchdowns, down by double digits in the first quarter. I was like, I'm done. We're about to get blew out. But Justin Herbert woke up. Austin Eckler woke up. Palmer was our number one receiver since everybody else is hurt. We should have lost that game, though, still. Did you see what happened at the end? Oh, sure. Yeah. We sure should have lost that game. But the Falcons outcharged the Chargers and gave us the win. Yeah, you, you nailed it. Like, yeah. The Falcons have been playing competitive football, one-score games every week. You never know which Falcons team is going to show up. And the one that showed up was the Falcons team from last year. Well, this showed me also you need a quarterback. Mariota, you know, he's medium. You know, we want to sure. run it. If you cannot throw the ball when it's third and more than five, you will not be successful in the league. Mariota's just Hawaiian Kirk Cousins. With nah, Kirk man. <laughs> Y'all going to get off of Kirk Cousins, man. I'm, I'm a believer in Kirk Cousins. Man. Well, I'm a believer in all of his weapons this year. Let's, yes. skip, let's skip over to that game. You want to do that one? Because they didn't look like the Vikings, but they did what they needed to do. When it mattered the most, they stepped up, beat the commanders in their own house. Who look? The Commanders dominated that game. Yeah, but just not on the scoreboard. Just not on the scoreboard. Yeah. Luke, how do you feel about uh, Kirk Cousins? I'm a fan. You know, I am too. It, it, it seems like the guys that play with him like him, and that's, yeah. that's huge in the locker room, and he, he keeps finding ways to do it. Um, it's not the prettiest, and as long as you're not playing on Monday night, then I think, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> you know, when he got knocked out for, for that play and came out, if, if he doesn't come back in that game, they don't win. They don't win, right. Correct. So, I mean, he is definitely yeah. a key factor to that offense. And, and, you know, you look at how many close games, one-possession one games they lost last year. As opposed to this year. I think year. seven or eight. And yep. they've won six this year. Sure, yeah. And it's the difference of having an, an offensive-minded coach versus a defensive-minded coach and, uh, and having him just kind of stay in there. Van, you say that they are the best team in the NFC, you feel? I feel you that feel they're. Like more, I feel like they're more talented and more dangerous than the Eagles. Mm, that's tough. It is tough, but I do see them playing the Eagles in the NFC Championship. I think. I mean, that's the trajectory right now, right? I think yeah. Adding, adding Hawkinson could be a big. Oh move yeah. Down the stretch. Oh, sure. he went off yesterday too. What, and they're already already feeding him. Yep. Like immediately. Well, he's got to be the happiest guy in the league right now. Oh my <laughs> God! You know it. Getting out of Detroit. He went from S to it. Hey, Kirk, <laughs> Kirk Cousins on the plane. Oh, hey. That's another reason why I like Kirk Cousins. If you he, see him? He was blinged out. Oh, yeah. He was I, iced out. He wore every defensive back's chain yes. on the plane, two watches, 
<laughs> two. Well, after the khakis and plaid shirt thing, he's trying to get a little street cred. Right? Yeah, you know, yeah, he's, yeah. He's got a. He, he had a shirt off. Like, yeah. ah, come on, man. You gotta love Kirk Cousins, man. I like, I like this version than the uh, whatever. What was the little saying he had? You like, you like, like that? that? Yeah, yeah. Ah, get that one, man. <laughs> give, me, give me the iced out Kirk Cousins. Ah, uh, the Bengals dispose of the Panthers. They were up forty-two Ooh. rip. Hey. Forty-two rip. Then uh, they let Baker Mayfield play football again. He leads the Panthers to three touchdowns, but it's still not enough. It's a lost season for the Panthers. Well, that's they impressive already without up. Jamar Chase. Sure. And, 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 I mean, Mixon got it going yesterday. Hey. If, if he can run like that and they get Chase back down the stretch, that's a dangerous team. Hey, shout, out, shout out to Mixon for winning my fantasy game Okay, against – the one and only mailman. Ooh. And let, wait, let me check. Let me make sure. Is that the right one? Let me make sure. I was just about to ask. Is, let me see. Because I got anybody mixing. have Mixon? I have or mixing. was anybody playing Mixon? Mixon made my phone go dead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kept looking. I was like, why do they keep showing this Mixon touchdown? There's five of them. There's five yeah. of them. Five of them. He went off, though. I don't have Mixon in any of my leagues. And thank your Don that I didn't play him in any of my leagues either. Oh, yeah, because – oh, yeah, see, there we go. Yeah, shout out to Mailman. He got mixing 55. Woo! And then I also had Justin Fields, too, so that was basically oh it right there. Justin Fields went off. Yeah. Uh, the opposite of going off is what the Las Vegas Raiders do. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, let's hit on the Raiders yes. when we get back. Yes. More NFL talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Van Nunley, Robert Buck, D. Gibson, and every Monday our special guest, GM of Howie Sports, Page, Luke Markwith. We're talking some football. Yes, sir. What the hell happened to the Raiders? Uh, Nothing. They're just being the Raiders. That was a tale of two halves right there. Oh, oh yes. my goodness. Well, the crazy thing is they've been doing this this season. They're, they've been up at least 17 three times this season and lost those games. The only reason why I know it, because yeah. there's only two teams that's ever done it in the history of football, and one of them is my Chargers in 2020. We're not even – what are we, halfway through the season? The, the Raiders have done it three times already. Baltimore's blown a couple of 17-point leads this have. season. They have. Two, two, two so far. Two. So, yeah, these Raiders are bad. Yeah, they're bad. I was. They just can't do it. Devontae Adams was all world the first half. He had like nine catches, eight catches, 145 yards, a touchdown, one catch after halftime. It's bonkers. That is crazy. Is right. that coaching or is it that the team is just thinking they're going to win or just relaxing? Do you think it's coaching or more on the players? Top to bottom, it's bad. Yeah, I mean they've dealt with injuries, bad decisions. Uh, stupid plays and true Raider fashion, tons of penalties. It's just bad top to bottom. Well, like you said, even if even if it is them just thinking they were going to win, that still kind of falls on the coach. Yeah, for for not keeping them keep focused focus. in the second half, and you, you just start to wonder if McDaniel's one of those coordinators. It's the, yes, you know, fantastic coordinator, not a head coach. There's yeah. the North Turners of the world. Yep, yep. Uh, so he went to Denver, didn't work out. He had everything. He has everything in place yep. in Vegas. You got the quarterback. You got the receiver. You got the running back. You got the defense. You got the edge rushers. He's not coming through. 
Man, I'm surprised. I'll be surprised if McDaniel make, makes it through the rest of the season. Well, you know, with, with Sean Payton out there on the shelf, there's going to be a yeah. lot of coaches that are mm-hmm. – a lot of teams that are going to be looking, even if they just hired the coach. Yeah. I mean, the coach in Denver is the same way. He could be oh, yeah. gone. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess they could hire uh, – Paradis, who was Peyton Manning's center there. Yeah. Hire Matt Paradis. Hey. He's a free agent right now. Hey, you since, can hire Peyton's former centers everywhere. Since that's the new rage, huh? I'm not sure what his college center is doing now. Is, but. is Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, the worst breakup in NFL history? Yes, it is. They are both in shambles this season. Well, it's more Devontae. It, I, can't, I can't blame him. That guy's still the man. He, you, you see it. I just don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the play calling. They just get away from him. There's a few games. There was one game he had one catch for like four yards. You can't do that, bro. You can't. If you have to put him at quarterback and let him throw himself the pass, he's got to get the ball. Is this more of the Raiders just being horrible or, the, or your Jaguars? actually doing something that you like and that's winning yeah my uh second favorite team the jacksonville jaguars beat my other second favorite team the las vegas raiders <laughs> it was a win-win situation <laughs> for care. me you didn't care <laughs> <laughs> well i picked i picked the jaguars so i had a little bit of skin in the game yeah uh justin fields set a regular season nfl rushing record yes for a quarterback yes <laughs> did you see the moment where he got another first down yes at the Dolphins sideline and uh, what's his name uh mike, mike mcdaniel yeah. is that right dolphins coach mike mcdaniel that yes. didn't sound right when i said it out no. loud yep mike mcdaniel just yells at him stop it stop <laughs> it <laughs> That's one. That's one way to don't adjust your defense no. to stop him from running it down your throat. Yell at him like a child. That's that's what'll do it. Um, Justin Fields is better than me. I would have been talking all type of noise. I'd have been. I don't care how friendly. Nah, man. I'm trying to win. Um, but you gotta give it up to to the Dolphins, man. The Dolphins. It's like they're just out there playing. Statistically, one of the best offensive outputs in the history of the NFL right now and it's crazy because we didn't think Cheetah was going to be as good as he was with Pat Mahomes yeah you're exactly right and now he's leading the NFL in catches and yards if it wasn't not for just J- leading yeah if it wasn't for Jalen Waddle, he'd probably be leading in touchdowns too well, well yeah that's kind of the opposite of that uh Devontae Aaron breakup where it seems to have worked out just fine for both Hill and Mahomes yes yeah. With their breakup. Yeah. You're right. Mah- You're right. Mahomes is leading in yards and touchdowns. Tyreek is leading in yards and touchdowns. And Mahomes is also leading in underhand and left-handed throws. <laughs> yeah, I think. Oh. Shot puts and whatever. I mean, the, the he creativity could, on the guy. He is. could have the all-time record for all of those things. Yeah. Literally any in every one of those statistical categories. I think Tua, you know, he it could be disguised by all of the excellent weapons he has. Well, I think Tua's legit. No, he is legit. I was just looking up uh, since his concussion. He's thrown seven touchdowns, no interceptions, completed 70% of his passes, and has thrown for 314 yards a game. He is the highest-rated passer. This, I mean, Mahomes' statistics are through the roof. Right. Uh, Josh Allen is a man amongst boys. But two is the highest-rated quarterback in the NFL this year. Yeah, makes, that is bonkers. I think they averaged close to seven yards a play yesterday. Yes, which that's if you do the crazy. math, means you're getting a first down every time. Yeah, you know, it's 
I'm just sitting here like, man, do I want Justin Herbert to get this concussion? Can he get a two concussion? <laughs> Can he throw up the gang signs and just wake up out of it and just be the best quarterback in the history of the league? Like, come on, man. Is that the equivalent of the kid from uh, Rookie of the Year with the arm injury? <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> that. came back exactly to pitch that. for the Cubs. Yeah. So <laughs> this is what's happening here. We need a Henry Rowan Gardner moment. <laughs> I'm taking the Dolphins seriously. I have been you have to. the majority of this season. And even if you're opposed to it, you don't believe in them, you got to take the Seattle Seahawks and Geno Smith seriously. Geno is a top five quarterback in the league right now. That is crazy to say. If I would have said that before the season started, I would have been laughed off of this radio station. Well, when you hear some of the stories from early in his career about him showing up to meetings in slippers and robes and yeah. and just not taking anything seriously, and I think he kind of had a, an awakening at some point where he realized he was going to be out of the league if he didn't get it together, and he's completely transformed himself. Does this go, Is this another thing about coaching? Uh, they're believing in him, and they're like, okay, you're the man. Because they didn't they have like a – quarterback controversy at the they beginning did. yeah and he it was, had to, it was he him had... or drew Locke, and mm-hmm. it was back and forth and for them to say okay we're putting all of our trust and we're giving you the keys and he's just been lights out man i thought the seahawks would be in contention for the first overall pick oh yeah i had them and the bears I winning thought, I one thought, game between the both of those teams. sure i did <laughs> and i thought it was a miracle <laughs> yeah. right here at howie's week one that they beat the Broncos, who I thought were going to do big things, and they've had complete role reversals since then. Yeah, they are six and three. They're winning. They're leading that division, the uh, one of the tough divisions that we thought was going to be at the beginning of the season. Beat a division rival. The Cardinals look horrible. Oh God, their coach is gone. Kingsbury's out of there. He's gone. They because they can't get rid of the quarterback. They can't get rid of Kyler Murray. So the the, the coach is out of there. Look, he was great in the notebook, but he's not a good <laughs> NFL coach. He is not an NFL head coach. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't even good enough to hang at Texas Tech. Yeah, that's, that's true. And he's got a fun offense. He takes shots down the field. The Cardinals are fun to watch. Kyler Murray, you know, he's just a freak athlete. But they ain't got it. And Kyler's, I think it starts with the coach. Kyler's not a leader. Did you yeah. see him? He was getting into it. Uh, with D-Hop yesterday, and I'm like, no, that is not what you do. Not with a receiver of that caliber, and you're the man who's supposed to be throwing in the ball. We're going to wrap up NFL talk in the 545 segment, but next at 530, we got a special I-9 varsity. Uh, in honor of Aaron Rodgers' three interception performance, we're going to have the I-9 varsity of threes. Gotcha. Of threes. When we get back, you're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. We're back at it here at Howie Sports Page, corner of Montgomery and Tramway. Monday Night Football with the boys come rage at the page. We're going to do the I-9 Varsity right now, and this one is a special varsity, very close to my heart because (laughs) my quarterback won Aaron Ayahuasca Rodgers through a hat trick of interceptions, two of them in the red zone. It was the most pathetic performance I've seen out of him in years, maybe ever. So in honor of his three-interception game, we're going to do the I-9 varsity of threes. Uh, Youth sports in Albuquerque, no one does it better than I-9. They got Rio Rancho, Edgewood, surrounding areas. 
Check out League Office 280 at i9sports.com. If you want to hit them on the phone, 505-312-4999 and League Office 280 i9sports on all of your social media. Can't miss them. They do it the best, and we are honored to have them as part of our program. You want me to go first, boys? Go ahead. What you got? All right. It's one of my favorite comedies growing up. Three stars at the height of their powers. Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Chevy Chase. Oh, oh yes. The Three Amigos. I'm going with Three Amigos. You're going to make me go watch that. I hadn't seen it in so long. I randomly watched it during COVID, and it still mostly kind of holds up. Yeah. Some very, like, uh, insensitive uh, things culturally <laughs> on the span- <laughs> towards the Spanish people. But, um, yeah, don't say. It's still funny. It's still very he funny. saved the village of Santo Poco. Yes, <laughs> yeah. They're legends. El Wapo. <laughs> Luke, do you want to go next? Uh, yeah, we, I should have talked to you guys about this during the break because that was one I was definitely going to go with. There. Uh, I'll just piggyback on that, and I will go with the Broncos wide receivers from the late 80s, the Three Amigos. Oh! Because they did the same little dance move they with did. the hip thrust. Yes. Very so nice. So Mark Jackson and, and Vance Johnson and Ricky Natile. Yes. Nobody's without Elway. The Digging Three deep. Amigos. <laughs> the yeah, Three exactly. Amigos. All right. Uh, I'm going to go – with 3,163, because that is the number of career three-pointers made by Steph Curry, which is an NBA record all-time. And it's still going. At, wait, is he playing tonight? Is he, he ain't he made will. one tonight, has he? Uh, he probably will super <laughs> okay. soon. I'm just, that's, that, that's the current <laughs> – that's the current tally right there. Tonight's one of the best nights for NBA all year because every single team is playing yeah, tonight. Everyone's playing. They know how bad Monday night football has been recently, so I guess NBA's like, all right, we're all over this Monday night. Should be a good game, though. Yeah, it Raven be. Saints. It should be, but it's Regardless, not it's a good game or it's not. It's not going to be, though. You get down here to Howie yes. Sports page, rage at the page with the boys. Free glizzies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get your glizzy guzzling on. <laughs> Down here at Howie's. Next on my I-9 varsity. What you got? Oh, Steph. Oh, Steph, oh, my God, oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 that's okay. Please, what do you got? What's uh, first on your I-9 varsity? Three Stooges. Hey. Oh, epic. Oh, I have to love, love watching them. that as a kid. Absolutely yes, yes. epic. Next on my I-9 varsity of threes. I did say I wasn't going to talk about the Astros. It's all NFL this hour. Couldn't do it, Luke. Whoopsie-daisy. Couldn't do it, Luke. I Next on my I-9 under. varsity of threes are Jordan Alvarez three-run home runs. <laughs> the Astros' playoff run was bookended by Jordan Alvarez three-run home runs, a walk-off three-run home run in the ninth against the Seattle Mariners in the very first game of the Astros' playoff run, and a three-run home run by Jordan Alvarez to give the Astros the lead and eventually win their second World Series. So give me three-run home runs by Jordan Alvarez. Mm. You got next, Luke? Yeah, next I'll go with uh, the, the power trio, Rush. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Okay. The, the power trio, a little Tom Sawyer, a little, uh, a little closer to the heart. <laughs> R.I.P. You know Neil Peart, <laughs> one of the best drummers of all time. Good one. So one of, one of my trio. Uh, shout out to the Watley brothers. Uh, some of my friends growing up, Neil and Alex. Mm. Their father was a big Rush fan. Named uh, named their kids after Rush band members. 
little fun fact. All right. <laughs> Thankfully for them, he left Getty out of the mix. Yes. Yeah. That would have been some uncomfortable childhood years. Okay, so I'm going to go with the best female trio of my generation. SWV. I had to say my generation <laughs> because the older generation was like, Supremes. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> We're talking about Destiny's Child. Oh, okay. Okay. Kelly, Beyonce, and Michelle. Definitely Michelle's Destiny Child. And it goes in that order for me. Yeah? Yes. You're Kelly number one? Yes. Really? Yes. Do duet with Nelly did it for you. Huh? Yes. Oh, my God. Funny story about Luke S- knows. He funny knows. story about SWV, their original name was going to be TLC. <gasps> really? Because the girls' names are Taj, Lily, and Coco. Yes. Oh, my God. And oh, my gosh. They were, were going to be TLC. Look at you, Mr. Knowledge. But then I, TLC came out before they did. This is why you need to come down to Howie's because – at any point during the game, after a few drinks, we get into R&B history. <laughs> right? Yes. And Luke knows it all. <laughs> it has We're going to do an off-air <laughs> I-9 varsity tonight. Okay. R&B threesomes. I've got you, one for – Okay. Um, okay I'm going to do Ben and Jerry's triple chocolate brownie ice cream. Ooh. Ooh-wee. Look at that. Ooh-wee. I've got a cavity just thinking about it. <laughs> you got another one? No, that oh, I good. got plenty. Of you got another one? I could, I could do this all night. Yeah, yeah. Next on my I-9 Varsity of Threes, I'm going with Chance the Rapper. And if you don't know why Chance the Rapper, he always wears the three he hat. He always wears the three hat. You're right. The iconic three hat yes. over the last few years. Problem is he wears that three hat because that was his third album. And then he had the merch to match. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that album whatsoever. No, and he hasn't done anything since. He has not done anything <laughs> since. But his first two albums, especially his second album, Acid Rap, some of my favorite stuff of all time. Shout out to big number three, Chance the Rapper. Luke. Well, all right. If we're going to stick with this uh, R&B history thing, then I'm going to go with Boys to Men. <laughs> oh. Because they used to be a quartet. Okay. But when, but when the big guy that did all the uh, – Baby. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> McCray, when he got scoliosis, they kicked yes. him out the band. Yes, they did. And so now they're touring as a as a trio. Look at that. Luke's hey, the man. Hey, bro. hold on, Luke. Yeah. You could take this one step further. Okay. Because their crew had a trio of trios. Yes, they did. You got Boys to Men. ABC and, and BBD. East Coast oh. families. <laughs> horrible. Uh, I'm gonna, All thanks to Michael Bivens. Yes. Straight out of uh, – well, they were out of Philly, but he was from Boston. Yeah, All yeah, right. Uh, I'm going to say my trio, go back to my childhood, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Ah, strong. I Very love DuckTales. I love that. I love DuckTales. I love Scrooge McDuck. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Strong work. It's on you, Steph. Okay, um, this might be stretching it, but I guess the best three duo would be Fred, Van, and Robert. Oh, there's the answer. <laughs> That's it. Oh, Steph. Mic drop. Drop That's the it. mic. That's it. That is it right That's there. It. Shout out, Steph. Uh, I'm writing this down on my notepad. <laughs> Lobby for a raise for Steph. <laughs> I'm going to send a will get you everywhere. Oh, that's awesome. very, very lovely email tomorrow morning in your honor, Stephanie. <laughs> that's, a, that's a mic drop right there. Yeah, I, had it a, is. I had a couple I was really more, working but we're out of here. What can I do for three? <laughs> yes. Nice trio right there. Well done. Uh, we'll wrap up the NFL weekend when we get back. That was, that was a good I-9 varsity. Yeah, that was a great one. That was a great one. For all your sports needs in the Albuquerque and surrounding areas, make sure you check out 
I-9 Sports League Office 280. Wrapping up the NFL weekend when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. One more single solitary segment. The boys are at Howie Sports page, as we are every Monday night football. Going to rage at the page tonight. Come have fun with the boys. Uh, first beers on Robert. Hey, Mr. I won every World Series bet. I know you. <laughs> Speaking of Scrooge McDuck, golly. All right, fine, <laughs> fine. First beers on Luke. <laughs> Fair enough. Van Nunley, Robert Buck, D. Gibson, Luke Mark with GM of Howie Sports Page sitting in. Steph back at the studio. Had a great I-9 varsity last segment. Got a great suggestion from the text line. Yes. Okay. Yes, I have yes. to give some. I got to give credit where credit's due here, from the sports animal text line. Can I take the girl from the original Total Recall? Because three is better than two. Wow. So I'm not very gonna, creative. I'm not going to go too far <laughs> into that. But if you know, you know. Yes, and I definitely know that one wins. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. That's, that's better. That's, that's better than any of ours. That's the one for sure. Cheers. So we missed one game, right? Did we miss one game from yesterday? Two. Two? Okay. We got two left. Uh, a great game until the very end where the Chiefs, oh. your hated rival, oh. prevailed oh. over the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans looked like they were in control the whole game. The defense was stepping up, controlling the deep plays, and Derrick Henry was going all Derrick Henry all over those peoples. This is what I was talking about earlier in the show. You have to have a quarterback who can complete passes when it's more than five yards on third down. Malik Willis, he ain't it. Not now. He ain't it yet. Not now. He ain't it yet. That was a big stage for him. That defense played lights out. Um, But I do want to say this. I I am not the one to complain about refereeing. Those refs, man, they had money on Kansas City. (laughs) They had like four chances to get a two-point conversion. Uh, uh, you are right. Uh, yeah, they did get. Uh, <coughs> they still would have won by one point. They still would have won. But yeah, anyways, they won by would have won by yeah. one point instead of three points. But, but uh, yo, that was a I great game. It. I thought it was going to be a blowout. The Titans are for real. They're basically the team that went to the AFC Championship last year. A lot of great defense and running the ball. I don't think the Titan the Titan style of play is going to win a bunch of regular season games. That's not going to get it done in the playoffs. No, but they can go into anyone's uh, home home field and do this and make it very frustrating they played so well like if you look at it now Mahomes threw the ball what 60 something times it's crazy 400 yards and they only had 20 points that's ridiculous and speaking of 20 he only had like 20 yards rushing yeah that that's not gonna win it that's well, not gonna win it and as you get into playoff football you, weather can become a factor and this is the type you of go. team that's built for that kind of weather yeah if you have a, a snowy windy game in the playoffs, this team—I mean—they're built for that, right? And that's where they can make their move in the playoffs. The two top AFC teams, as we know, are the Chiefs and Buffalo. Bad weather in January. Yeah, they don't want to see the Titans. They sure. don't want to see them. Derrick Henry getting the ball forty times, two hundred yards, eating You're up right. clock. You're right. They didn't give it to Derrick Henry enough in the second half. No. I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know No, either. I'm not sure that if they, if they had a first down in the second half, if they did, it might have only been one. But yeah. I think the Titans only had maybe one first down in the second half. Willis completed five passes. That's horrible, I mean, man. and they still were in the game the entire time. So <sighs> that... Credit to their defense. 
Oh, look, Derrick Henry's a dude. Mike Vabrell said it last week. He's like, what's the difference in between us and every other team in the NFL? We have Derrick Henry. And that team goes as Derrick Henry goes. If he rattles off another 150, 200 yards again, they win the game easily. They win it. He didn't, they didn't do anything in the second half. They stuck eight men in the box and said, go ahead, Malik, beat us. Right. And that's another thing. They got rid of the best receiver, A.J. Yeah. Brown. So sure. when they do play, have one-on-one, the one pass that he did throw up to a receiver, he couldn't bring it in. It, I, was, I, was, I was watching the game. He didn't even throw a pass to the wide receivers until the fourth quarter. Right. That's crazy. I think all season the Titans wide receivers have one touchdown and A.J. Wow. Brown has six. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he's got almost as many catches as all of their and more yards yes. than all of their wide receivers. Yeah, man. you you got to have that in the weaponry, though. You just can't run the ball, run the ball, run, run the ball because that puts too much pressure on your defense. And what happens is that game, like we saw last night. I know we hit, it out, hit on it a little bit earlier, but Tom Brady's back. He's single. He's on QB's gone wild now. <laughs> his team his team wouldn't help him whatsoever, but he does it all by himself. There you go. 30 seconds left with his blue steel face stuck in that position forever. <laughs> Won another game, did more Tom Brady stuff. Is this the win, that last drive? Is that the thing that turns the tide for the Buccaneers? Are they going to turn into the Buccaneers of the last couple years and be a competitive <laughs> NFL team? Or is this just like a, a one-drive Tom Brady got it done when he needed to fluke? No, I think it's neither. I think they won't be at the team that they were last year. But their their division is so trash, they don't need to win a lot of games. They only need, what, eight, nine games to win that division. Yeah, unless they can talk Gronkowski out of retirement once again, uh, I don't see them making a run in the playoffs. But they, they will win that division just because somebody has to. Yeah, somebody has to, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're so garbage. Yes. They're big three receivers who, to me, were the second-best wide receiver core in the NFL, got more drops than T-Mobile. It is – they are playing so bad. Yeah. It is It is hard to watch. Yeah. Godwin, Evans. Godwin this. can't even stay on the field. He gets hurt every game. And Julio Jones. Yes, every single game. But it is Tom Brady. He will win at least two or three more games like this sure. just because he's Tom Brady. And that's all they will need to win the division. That division is horrible. You know, we've seen teams win divisions at 7-9 and nine before, but now with the added game, we may see the first team ever win a division at 7-10. and 10. That's And it crazy. might be these bucks. Yep. It could be. And then Tom Brady sneaks into the playoffs, and he starts doing Tom Brady <gasps> stuff ah. every week. And he's the first Super Bowl champion with a losing record. And everyone's pissed off. They, they add Gronkowski in week 17. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. It could definitely happen. <laughs> Look, all he needs to do is not sign those divorce papers, make up with his wife and kids, let her start doing her Brazilian voodoo magic again. Oh, yeah. And start getting him some more wins. Because that's the difference this season. A little Santeria. Is no Giselle. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. No Giselle doing Brazilian Santeria, yeah. building altars and sprinkling, having a voodoo doll. Sprinkling that Joe Boo on him. Burning effigies. <laughs> uh, feeding fried chicken to Joe Boo. <laughs> Everything they need to do to get it done. I, I can't count out Tom Brady. No, never. I can't count. He, I just can't do it. You can't count him out until he retires. That's it. We don't know when that's going to be. And we learned this year you can't even count him out when he does retire. No, nope, because he's going to come back 
just like The Undertaker. All right. Up against it right now, but we got the Ravens traveling to the Saints tonight right here at Howie's Come Rage at the Page with the boys. Uh, who you got, Rob? Um, I'm picking the Ravens because I'm looking here. Lamar Jackson started five Monday night games in his career, thrown 12 touchdowns, no interceptions, 123 quarterback rating. You can't go against that. And it's the Saints. They're He's the oh, that's pretty good. On Monday night. Yeah, there he is. He's yeah. the man. He's the man. Yeah, I'm going with the Ravens. And I don't even think it'll be close. Luke, who you got? I'm going to go with the Ravens as well. I mean, Kamara's looking like the Kamara of old in the past couple of games, but uh, I just don't think it'll be enough. That's not enough, yeah. And we're going to hit this uh, a lot on tomorrow's show, but Alvin Kamara might be a little distracted tonight mm-hmm. as his ass-whooping video came out. Yeah. And now the world gets to see how big of a pile of garbage he is. And it was pretty bad. Real bad. Since you guys both went Ravens, even though I picked Ravens in my Pick'em League, I'm just going to say Taysom Hill pulls a Christian <laughs> McCaffrey. Taysom Hill gets a... Uh, a passing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and a uh, special teams touchdown, fumble recovery uh, for six. He he's going to pass the touchdown to himself. Yes, and he's, That's what yes, he's going to do. Exactly. Off of, off of his own deflection. <laughs> Great program today. Come out, check us out at Howie's. Having a lot of fun with it. GM Luke Markwith, always a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much, my friend. Oh, thank you, guys. Robert Buck D. Gibson, you killed it today as usual. Appreciate you, man. Stephanie back at the Cumulus Studio. Thank you so much, darling. (laughs) See you tomorrow, Burke. Get down to Howie's right now.